seen you. If you wait here, you can do that before you go. I don't know anything you're like that. They'll love it. They'll love all that. They loved it when you were on before. <laughs> you can play it. Aye. Aye, you know how it. Right, right, Matthew. Is that fine then? If he waits, he'll do it sooner, near the beginning. Uh huh. And then he can go up the road. That's fine, because I'm going to, I'll walk for here anyway, that's fine. Right, okay. Whenever you're ready, son. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Do you ever hear the like a yawn? I know, well, this is it. Hell of a carry on. Uh huh. Right enough, Margaret. But what can you do? Tell you what, missus, there's only one thing to say. Whether it's problems in love or a heavy workload If you're feuding with your sister or her across the road Just give me a shout and we'll work it out Ask Janice Hello my darlings, welcome Welcome along to the final episode in the in the uh, series This series of Ask Janice I'm laughing because it's funny to think of it as a series Just a wee thing I'm doing We're on Clydebank Community Radio This is your agony aunt type thing but Ask Janice. My name's Janice, and thanks very much for tuning in and being so lovely. And you've sent lovely things. We've had gifts and everything to the studio um, because people have heard it's the last episode. But I might be coming back. I'm speaking to them the new about how that would work. But we're wanting to get away to the caravan and different things. And it's just, it's a lot of commitment. I know it doesn't seem like much to you, but it's not as quite as simple as, you know, I just show up here and I talk rubbish for a half an hour um, we have to get Matthew and we have to get the studio booked and there's equipment and everything I don't understand any of it but anyway I was talking to Matthew before the show and Frank uh, has dropped me off or he was he was bringing me here to the studio anyway um, he's wanting to get away and I said do you know what would be brilliant bring your accordion I usually can't kind of stick it but I said bring it because you could play the theme tune I'm sure he, I've heard him try to play it because it gets stuck in your head, that theme tune. Matthew made it up um, and it got stuck in his head and he was trying to play it in his accordion. So we thought it would be a good way to maybe just a wee, a wee special thing uh, before we finish up for the series. But he, we're not doing it at the end of the programme because he's needing to get away and I, I was saying I'll just walk. I need to leave here but I'm going to walk anyway. So sooner rather than later, he's going to do that for us. And wouldn't that be lovely? Um, now, remember, you can call the show and you can call in the meantime while we're not on the air. Um, and hopefully we'll get your calls in when we come back because we're hoping very much that we will come back. Um, so if you want to call the show, this is how you do it. Give me a ring anytime you like. 0141 280 5141. 0141 and we're leaving that number that number will still be active when we're on our break so ring up uh, and we'll try and get your calls in when we get back if we get back um, put it this way I want to come back I want to do more programmes and we've had so many messages from people saying please don't take it off because we love it and that's very kind um, anyway but we're just it's a logistical thing but we're trying to sort it out um, and we're want to, we want to make it better and all that. So we need to take a wee bit of time away and maybe think about how we're going to do it. Um, and we've not always had enough calls, so we need to think about it. Anyway. Right, Frank. Are you going to do this? Frank's here. He's going to, he's going to play the Ask Janice theme tune on his accordion. Just for a wee treat. It's dead short, isn't it? But see if we can remember it. Right, you ready? See if I, right enough. <laughs> see if I can remember it. 
<laughs> I'm not used to this bloody thing, right? Oh, shush you. Here we go, right? One, two, three. That's the basic day. Very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm away. <laughs> Enjoy your segment. Right, see you, Frank. We'll see you up the road. Right, Bye. There you go, Uncle Frank. <laughs> Everybody's Uncle Frank. That was great. Oh, it makes a wee change, doesn't it? So there we go. Uh, right, well, name here, fussing about. It's time to take a call. So, who have we got on the line first, Matthew? Hello Janice, it's Fraser here. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I was just looking for a wee bit of advice on uh, how to maintain a long distance relationship, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, see, my girlfriend lives over in Arizona in the United States and I'm back here in sunny Clyde Bank. It can be quite difficult at times to keep things going and keeping it ticking over, especially with no international travel for the last year. But have you got any tips on things that we can do to keep the magic going? Thanks very much Janice. Oh Fraser! Is Fraser our first caller actually for Clyde Bank? Because I'm always amazed to many people phone in for different places. But they must listen on the, as you say, Matthew, on this same um, podcast thing. Fraser, my darling, thank you very much for your call. Lovely to hear for you. Um, Arizona, first of all. Let's just take a wee minute. Arizona. That is very posh. Um, I'm trying to think of a no ending about that. Is that in the desert, isn't it? Um... Is that the state that, um, what do you call it, uh, Vegas is in? Or is it something like that? Because um, that's in the desert, isn't it? I always think of that, that's funny, isn't it? Just the middle of the desert and all that sand and then suddenly there's all these puggies, you know? Um, so Fraser, thanks for your call. And Arizona, well, if, by all accounts, if it's in the desert, it's a hell of a bar away, do you know what I mean? Um, so I can't imagine how that's come to be, the use of... Um, you know, you're separate like that. Um, but it is hard, isn't it? I've never actually done it, son. But I said to somebody in the show before, I think eventually something has to give with these things if you start out with a long distance. At some point, somebody's, you know, I mean, if it's going to work, somebody needs to move or whatever. But I suppose what you're talking about is how the circumstances now are different, you know, with this virus and everything. Um so I believe it's all the rage is all video calls now. You can do a phone call, but you can see somebody's face. And that's always nice, a connection. Fraser, all, all you can do is just do your best. Um, you're talking about magic. I don't know about magic um, in that sense. But the other thing is, I don't know... Why are you drinking this? I'm hell of a tired. I keep going to yawn, you know. Just drink that tea. Keep me going for another wee while. Um, magic, I don't know. The thing about magic is, Fraser, that it's not so much about magic when it comes to a certain point anyway. So maybe maybe you're barking up the wrong tree, son. Um, but I suppose, you know, what you're talking about is, is keeping it gone and um, making sure it stays alive. And the thing is, you can do that with friendships, can't you? You're just the same with some pals. You've not seen them for 20 years. You just go back to being the same. It is possible. But I suppose in that case, you just can have other friendships. I'm assuming, as was always the way when we were young, and I thought it was still normal, but apparently not. I'm assuming that you have decided that you're no 
uh, your exclusive, as they say in the soaps, um, and you're trying to keep an eye on that. Listen, son, there's there's no a lot I can say to you except as soon as you can, you'll go there. Of course you will. And then you need to have a conversation, don't you, where? About what are we going to do next? You know, what's going to be the next move? Are you going to move or is she going to move or something like that? Arizona sounds lovely. It sounds a, a bit of a step up for Clyde Bank, if you ask me. I've never been there, to be fair. Um, so I look, the point is, Fraser, if you both want it to keep working, it will work. You'll find a way. And if it breaks under the pressure of this, then it may be, it may be that it wasn't meant to be. You know what I mean? So time will tell. Time will tell, Fraser. Um, and beyond that, I'm not sure what to say to you. Because it's, th- th- these type, I mean, you could say it, it's been said on the telly and all that, it's unprecedented times, you know, they keep saying it, but it's true. We've never been through anything like this before. And especially, I mean, we would never have a, a in my day, we would never have been able to have a relationship with somebody that far away. You know, unless they were away in the army or something, you write letters. But now you can communicate every minute with somebody, even if you're halfway across the world. So, so it is possible. And we don't know. We've never been living in a world where it was possible to communicate like that, but it wasn't possible to jump on a plane and go and see the person. Do you see what I mean? We live now in this strange limbo where we can communicate and we've got all the devices and internet and everything, but we can't jump on a plane like we used to be able to. We're free to do that. Now, that will come again, Fraser. That will come back, you know. Uh, but in the meantime, it's like I always say, open and honest communication, keeping the lines of communication open and keeping going, you know. Um, what else can I say, you son? You've got to be yourself. Be true to yourself. If you feel it's worth working for, then you will, you will find a way. And if she feels the same, then there you go. It's just, it's just one of the ones, as I could say. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. Um, and you'll do it. You sound like a lovely lad. And you know, I was going to say I'm surprised she doesn't want to come and live with Clyde Bank, but I'm not. I'm not that surprised about that. Um, I, I shouldn't have slag off Clyde Bank. Matthew's shaking his head. I'm sorry, son. <laughs> We're supposed to be promoting Clyde Bank. This is <laughs> Clyde Bank Community Radio. Anyway, there you go, Fraser. Uh, f- no, Fraser. Off the telly. Fraser. Sorry if I said Fraser earlier on. I don't know if I did. <laughs> and your brother Niles. Um, aye, look. You've got to go with your heart, you know. Do your best. Communicate. Be open and honest. Um, and the right things will happen. That could be the advice for everything. You know what I mean, in a way. Which makes me wonder what you some are at this at all. But anyway, I wish you all the best, son. And do call me back and let me know how it goes. It's so lovely to hear from you. Now, if you want to phone in, here's a wee reminder of how you can do it. 0141-280-5141 And we go straight back to the phones now, Matthew. Who have we got on the line next? Hi, Janice. I'm so excited to be sure talking to you. Um, I Basically, my problem that I've got is that I've seen on online that you're not going to be doing the show for much longer please please change your mind um honestly every single week it's like my highlight listening to um like i listen back on the podcast your radio show so i really really enjoy that i find it dead relaxing and i find that a lot of the problems people are having are things that i'm having too so i need you to find a solution to my problem please please do not give up the show it's just too good um hope you're keeping well and 
I'm looking forward to your next show. Speak to you soon. Bye. Oh, my darling. I think if that's the same person, you didn't get your name there, but if that's the same person that was writing to me saying the exact same thing, I think that's your Gemma. Hello, Gemma. I think it's Gemma anyway. Thanks very much for calling. That's lovely. Oh, listen, Gemma. You break my heart. As I've explained at the beginning of the show, there's things changing and we're not saying we're not doing it forever. You know, we're going away forever. We just need to take a wee break, you know. Um, and I think there's another show. Well, there must be another show coming into this slot on the live bit. Um, a gardening show, I think. Is it a gardening show, Matthew? Oh, cooking. A cooking show, he said. Um, so do listen to that. I'll, I'll need to get you details on that. I don't know what it is. But um, just tune in at the same time next week and you'll find the cooking programme um, on, the, on the Clyde Bank Community Radio. Anyway, we've just got things to, to figure out, Gemma, you know. Um... And we want to keep it going, and we will come back. All being well, we will come back. But I'll tell you what we need for you. This is your part. No, you, Gemma, because you've got phoned in now. But we need the rest of you to phone in, because this show is based on the phone calls, and if we don't get the phone calls, we can't do the show. Um, and we're, we're a wee bit tight on phone calls. We're kind of trying to dig them up for the show of the day. So we really need you to flood us with phone calls, with any type of question you want answered. Advice, but also, let me settle an argument for you. You know what I mean? If you're arguing over how a, things, a word is pronounced or whatever, something daft, phone up and try it. 0141-280-5141. You can do that any time of the day or night. You don't need to leave your real name. We'll leave the voicemail open. You don't need to talk to him. You just leave a recorded message. Dead easy. So the idea would be that you phone lots the new uh, when you're thinking it, and then when we come back for our second series, if we get one, then we'll have plenty of calls to be getting on with. Um, that would make our lives easier, it would make the, the show easier to come up with, to produce, because Matthew's got a hell of a job in his hands, um, you know, getting in touch with people um, who've wrote in questions and asking them to phone up and all this. We shouldn't need to do that, we want people to just phone. So the answer to your question, Gemma, really is, we will come back, um, but we need we need your support. It doesn't cost you anything, but we need you to phone up uh, and to make the show worthwhile. Because I want to talk to you, you know. Um, I can't just talk to myself for half an hour. Um, and apparently we don't have the right licence or whatever to play music. Otherwise, I would just do uh, DJing. <laughs> Can you imagine me as a DJ? <laughs> I'd be at that Ibiza and everything. <laughs> what did you give me the squeaky chair for? This is useless. Imagine having a squeaky chair in a radio thing. That's the worst, you know. All we need is the floorboards now. What's that about? Okay, anyway. So there you go, Gemma. We will come back. We will, we will. But phone us up. 0141 280 A wee reminder of that number now. 0141 Eleven digits burned into your brain cells by me and this radio station. And thanks to Matthew for his lovely jingles. Like it's stuck in my head of waking up in the middle of the night with that. 0141 Oh, it drives me mental. Anyway... Uh, we've got a couple of questions that people have wrote in. They've no phoned in, but they've wrote in. Matt Peace Hughes. Now, that's a beautiful name. If you're, I don't know if your um, middle name is Peace or if you're double barrel second name or what, or maybe you just put that in your wee uh, profile thing. But, um, Matt Peace Hughes's question was, why do I bother? Now, I'm not making fun of you, son, but I'm laughing because it's a funny way to phrase it. I don't know how to take that, son. Um... But maybe you're going through a hard time, you know. I know that certainly, from time to time, I've said that to myself. Why do I bother, you know? For me, it's usually when I feel I've done something and it's it's not appreciated. 
And what that is about is my expectations. I do something, cook a nice dinner or something, and then, surprise, surprise, they just gobble up and they're away out, you know. Or he's away doing, and he's away to his bed or whatever. Um, and then I'm kind of spurned. Is it spurned? Is that the word? Um, because, I'm, because I've no got the recognition I was looking for. And this is the thing. What what does that tell you? It tells you I had an idea of the kind of recognition I was meant to get. You see what I mean? I had I had a preconceived notion, you might say, if you want to put it fancy, um, of the of the amount of recognition I'm meant to get, and then I don't get it, and then my nose is out of joint. So it's the oldest thing in a book is the world goes the way the world goes. But what we've got is we've got ideas about how we think the world's supposed to go. And see, when it doesn't go that way, we're all upset. So, the new Indian variant of COVID-19, right? I don't want to get too much into the news and current affairs, but we all thought we're coming out of lockdown, this is great. And then something happened that's out of our control, right? So, the first thing I done was, oh, bloody hell, what are we going to do now? I'll need to do something, what can I do? And then you realise you can't do anything except follow the advice and be very careful and try and no make things worse. So, you do your bit, don't you? So... That's a long-winded way to get round to my point, Matt. Peace, Hughes. Why do I bother? If that is about you feeling that the world owes you something or that, that life isn't going the way you want it, then it might be time to look at what is in your head about the way you want things to be and how is that not being met? You know what I mean? And would, would acceptance of the way things are help you? I don't know. It really depends on the situation. Why do I bother? But then there's another way of putting that, or there's another way of reading it, which is for the angle of what you would call depression, where you wake up in the morning and you go, what is the point? What is the point of all this? And that's a different thing. And it can be very serious, very serious indeed. Um, and that is no something that I would say, just change the way you think, uh, or think of it this way, or cheer up, or pull your socks up. In fact, I must tell you, I think phrases like that, when applied to clinical depression, which I'm no diagnosing, Matt, because I'm no here to do that, and I don't have the qualifications, but if that's what we happen to be talking about, or just say that's for example, when people say things like, oh, cheer up, it might never happen, or um, don't cry or spilt milk, or pull your socks up, or any number of other cliches, um, it's no helpful. It's no helpful, because... This is beyond somebody's control. In fact, if it was a choice, why would you choose that for yourself? Be miserable. Do you know what I mean? It's different if you're if you're a nippy sweetie or if you always think the world's against you. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes you do need to buck your ideas up and realise you're not the centre of the universe. But when it comes to actual depression, that can be very dangerous, all that business of just cheer up. So Matt, I really hope that that's not what you're going through. Um, but if it is, make sure you're talking to folk. It's it's good that you reached out to me, but that is quite a distance, do you know what I mean, between me and you right now. Um, real connections are very important for that type of thing, whether it's a long-term, ongoing problem, a medical problem, or whether it's just a wee dark cloud that can you, which happens to everybody, happens to everybody. And there's no shame in it, and it's, that's why it's great that you're talking about it, whatever it is. Now, the thing, of course, is you might have just been on the wind-up. Ah, why do I bother? There's a question for you. <laughs> And if you're, well, there you go. But maybe somebody else is feeling that way and it's useful to them to hear these things. So aye, it's good to contact me. That was good. But contact other people if you're feeling rotten and tell them about it. Tell them about it and talk about it if you can, you know. Don't be alone. You don't need to be. 
you know what I mean? We're, we're living a world of, of amazing connections. We were talking about it before with the Arizona girl and everything. We can connect with people any time of the day or night, you know. And we are allowed to connect with people in person now as well. We can't get in their houses yet, and we have to be patient with that. That's if you're in uh, Glasgow or, or certain other areas. I don't know where you're listening to this. Um, but we can meet up with people and we can help each other out, you know, socially in a certain way if we stick to the rules. So Matt or whoever else is listening, I would I would encourage you to remember that connection is very important. And as I always say, open and honest communication. Absolutely vital, son. Vital. Don't be alone. Don't wallow. If you can if you can avoid it, try not to wallow on your own and think your way into making it worse. Do you know what I mean? Talk to somebody. Get it out. Get out for a walk. Get on with it if you can. Um that's very dangerously close to pull your socks up and that's not what I mean at all. But if you're able, get out there and get in that fresh air and talk to your friends, you know. Whatever you can do to help yourself is vital, you know. I uh, don't know how you meant the question, like I say, but however you meant it, we'll take it as read. So there you go, Matt. I hope you're all right. Another wee question here for an account called iTunes. I is spelled A-Y-E. iTunes, I know who they are. That's that boy and the, the lassie that does the music. Now, she is um, from Aberdeen or something, Doric the Cryot, and she sings all songs in Doric. So I can't understand a bloody word of what she's saying. And the truth is, I don't know most of the songs because the references, I don't get the references. Um, but I'll tell you what, the youngsters love it. They love it. And a couple of the ones that I've recognised, I thought, this is marvellous, you know. Um they done one for The Greatest Showman. You know that film, The Greatest Showman, with, with Hugh Jackman? Marvellous. I can't even mind what, what one it was. But they do these different songs anyway. They're marvellous. Uh, and they're they're called iTunes, A-Y-E tunes, on all the different social medias and things like that. Anyway, for whatever reason, they've decided to write into the programme and they've said, how do you and Frank keep your marriage fresh? What do you think of that, eh? I've got news for you. I don't know where you got the idea that it was fresh. I think you might be you might have been misled. <laughs> iTunes. I never said it was fresh. <laughs> oh, you know I'm joking, but um oh, I don't know. Are you used too married? Is that what it is? Doing the wee songs, that's lovely, isn't it? Um look, I think the secret to a happy marriage is time apart, to be honest with you. Um I'm not being funny. But see, doing your own thing. Each of you doing your own thing and having your own hobbies, your own friends. Not that you don't have any in common, but that you get on with your own stuff and you've got your own interests and you still maintain your own life. Then when you come together, you've got things to talk about, what you've been up to and all that. If you're stuck to each other 24-7, it can be very difficult. Who Whoever said we would be able to stick next to one person forever? You know what I mean? And never get a break for them. That's particularly difficult in these times because of the lockdown and people working for him and all that. People have been very challenged by that. Um... But overall, if we're just COVID no, uh, notwithstanding, as I would say, um, time apart is dead important. Frank and I go on the house and fire, and I think it's because we've got our own lives. We don't we don't um, hang all over each other, and we're no constantly depending on each other. We look out for each other, uh, and we know we can depend on the other one if we need to, but we're no constantly in each other's pockets, and I think that makes a big difference. Right, thank you iTunes for your for your message. Lovely to hear for you. And do check out iTunes if you're on all that social media. A-Y-E 
tunes, brilliant singing and all the rest of it. And the boy plays the guitar and he looks as if he's he's about to nod off half the time. But he's marvellous. I don't know. Um, maybe he's just trying to give the limelight to the lassie because she's a lovely voice and all that. She's like the front thing we have. She's like the main one. Um, but he's off a funny look at his face. Anyway, um, let's have another call. Matthew, who have we got in the line now? Hi, Janice. It's Amy. I was wondering if you had any advice around bringing up teenagers and basically getting them through in one piece the tricky drinking years, the cider, the MD, all of that sort of stuff. Any advice would be greatly received. Thanks. Take care. Oh, hello, Amy. Amy, thank you very much for calling. These teenagers and the difficult drinking years, yes, it's very challenging. Well, look, there's an old thing that you've heard a million times where it's, um, you hear people say, you know, let them have a wee drink in the house and then, you know, then that way, you know, they're safe. And that's that's fine as far as it goes. But look, if you're anything like Ersber, um, well, Connor, um, then you do that and then they get a taste for it and then they're away out you know, uh, necking it and it only leads to trouble. So I think the safer thing is to assume that that's going to happen to a certain extent, that it's going to happen. Um, but also that you have you have rules and there are consequences for breaking them. So maybe there's a time that they need to be home. Um, and if they're home after that time, then there's a consequence. If they make a mess, for example, they might be sick, which does happen, then they have to clean it up themselves, you know, and it's got to be immaculate. Stuff like that, um, to make them aware that their actions have consequences because they're at the age, if they're old enough to go out and get pished, they're old enough to deal with the consequences. So they can choose that. Um, so I think strict consequences are very important, but also an acceptance that that kind of thing will happen. And it's worrying and you're wondering where they are and all the rest of it. And a lot of it's out your control. The older they get, they're turning into young adults and they're not in your control. You know, in fact, we could argue that they never were. When they're very, very wee, of course, they rely on you for everything. But as soon as they start wandering about, you can't watch them 24 hours a day. You just can't. Um, and we've got to accept at a certain point that we don't have full control over the world. And it's a wee bit like uh, what I was saying to the boy earlier on, Matt, who says, you know, why do I bother? I was talking about if you're... If you feel like the world should be one way and it's no and then you're upset, it's similar. It, we have to realise that we can't control the world, we can't change people's actions, we can't change people's minds. We can only do our own bit. We keep our own side of the street clean. And people will do stuff and they're going to let us down and they're going to make a mess and things is going to happen. And we're going to do that and all. We're going to let people do it and we're going to make a mess and we're going to have to come crawling back and say sorry and, you know, fix it. But it's all possible. You know what I mean? If we labour under the, the impression that we're going to get it perfect every time, then of course we're going to be hell of upset when we don't. But the fact is, we, we're we not going to get it perfect every time. So if we accept that for the off, then we've got a chance of living in some sort of harmony. And it's the same with the youngins. If we are hoping to bring them up without them getting drunk, without them throwing up somewhere, without them getting in a fight or whatever, Barney, then we're probably going to be disappointed, aren't we? Without them getting into some sort of trouble, we're going to be disappointed. So why why do we not just say, well, look, that's going to happen at some point, to some degree. It might not be that bad. You might be lucky. But acceptance is very important, I think, my darling. And thank you for calling me. Um, listen, I wish you could have 
you could have uh, watched your corner. That would have got you ready. Talk about baptism of fire. Listen, jeez. Anyway, won't get into that. Um, but we had a work cut out for us, and eventually what I've learned looking back is be better to accept that stuff is going to happen. He's going to make mistakes. Same as Hadi, same as Frank does, same as everybody does. You you included Amy, I'm sure. We all make mistakes. Um, so there you go. Now we've got one more written question that just came in. Just this very moment. Uh, and let me just find it. It's with Kirsty. Her name's Kirsty. Aye. She said, any advice for those of us who have relished lockdowns and are dreading the return to reality? I think we might have talked about this. I keep knocking that out. I think we might have um, talked about this in the show before. But anyway, um, I and I understand this is a problem for some people. I've I've quite enjoyed it. The time in the house, I've got stuck in a couple of books, and you know, and got quite used to me in company, just me and Frank and whatever. Um, so the idea of going back out to full life again is definitely it's a wee challenge. So I suppose what we need to do, Kirsty, is try and apply some of what we've picked up in this time to the world out there try and realise that that time out was important to us and it was useful and that that might signal that we need that in our day to day lives when we go back to it so that we're not constantly on talking to people you know switched on performing or whatever we realise that we do need time out so I suppose it's about what have we learned from lockdown and how can we apply it maybe there's a wee list to be written here hen you know Um what did I, what is it that I love so much about lockdown and how can I bring that into life, keep it in life? It's a wee bit like when I came home from my holidays or when I come generally come home from my holidays, I try and think, how can I keep this, this feeling, you know, being in my holidays? And it doesn't usually work, but I give it a go and it doesn't work because it's not practical. We're going back to work and everything, so it's hard to keep that holiday spirit and the, the sun's no shining, it's pissing rain. Uh, and you've got bills and all the rest of it. So it's no real. Holiday world is no real. And lockdown world is, you know, once we're back to so-called normal, lockdown world will no longer be real. It's very real to now. So it's, it's a tricky one and we've never experienced that before. But what I would say is try and identify what is it about it um, that you find that's comforting or that works for you. And then look at try to bring some of that into your, your new life, the new normal when it comes whatever that's going to be, because it is going to be different again. You know, as I said before, we're living in these times, we don't know what's happening and we've never done this before. So it is uncertain and it's going to be anxiety and juice and hen, do you know what I mean? Anyway, Kirsty, thanks very much for your question. I want, to, I want to thank everybody for their contributions to the programme over the last 10 weeks. And uh, all the episodes are apparently kept, stored on some archives. So you can listen to them all if you've not heard them. Um, you just type in Ask Janice on your internet thing. Um, and you can listen to them anytime at all. So we're hoping that we'll be back for a second series at some point. We need to take a few weeks at least because me and Frank are wanting to go to the caravan and various things once this lockdown's up. Um, and there's a cooking show. Is it cooking? Did I say I? Cooking show going to be in this slot. So anyway, once we get back to it, um, we get a chance to talk to the, the people here at Clyde Bank Community Radio. We'll have a discussion about how we can proceed. But the only one thing I'm asking of all you lot is that you phone in. I want you to phone in uh, in the meantime 
starting now 0141 280 5141 phone in with your problems or your questions queries whatever you want let me settle your arguments help you in any way I can start phoning now so that we've got an overwhelming number of phone calls and that gives us a case to bring to Clyde Bank Radio and say look we should do another series do you see what I mean so if you phone now it'll ensure that we'll come back the number's available and you can leave a message anytime day or night 0141 280 5141 and uh, until we hopefully come back again I'll just say the old thing I always say at the end I just say ta-ta <laughs> <laughs>